0: hello everybody and welcome back it is once again me your friendly deputy and i hope for your favorite deputy of movie deputy podcasts and i've actually got a surprise for you today if you caught my Upcoming Movies podcast yesterday, you know that one of the movies I was most looking forward to was that movie Jules. Lo and behold, today I was looking at the movies that I was going to watch downtown and Jules happened to be one of the ones playing. So of course I had to go see it and check it out. And this is going to be me telling you a little bit more about the movie. Now, before I get too deep into this, I should let you know if this is definitely not the movie that I was expecting expecting. It wasn't the the wholesome, sweet, lovable, blah, blah, blah movie that I was really kind of hoping it was. It was sweet and innocent in its own way, but at the same time, it's going to upset a lot of people. And so just bear with me on that. I am going to wait until the end of the story to share the score that I gave with you. I know sometimes I mix that up a little bit, so you're not going to know what to expect. And I am going to go ahead and give this a guilty rating uh, that as I explain the review a little bit more that'll make a lot more sense now with Jules when the movie first starts you see this older gentleman named Milton and he goes by Milton the movie but he is walking to his town council meeting and they just kind of announce all their just normal business and then they allow time for the general public to come up and speak they have to limit their responses to no more than a minute and a half it seems pretty simple, but he stands up there and he basically makes the same plea all the time. He thinks that the town's slogan should be changed and he thinks there should be a crosswalk at a busy intersection. And then he just walks back home and he just kind of makes a habit of this. It's just always the same thing. His daughter is the local veterinarian in town and they kind of have a little bit of a strained relationship. He also has a son that we don't, we hear the son's voice at one point in the movie, but there's not a real relationship either. I'm assuming that the wife is gone, that she's died. It never really addresses that in the movie. So that's just kind of a blank spot on that and make sure I mean, that the reason I'm referring to it as a blank, like a blank spot is I'm going to be referring to that a few times with this. movie. And so like I said, Milt just keeps doing this whole thing back and forth. And then there's a couple women that stand up at the town's town, town town council meeting as well and these women stand up and they're fully aware of what Milt does and I wouldn't really call any of them friends both Sandy and Joyce kind of have their own like little things just their own quirkiness bits and pieces to them And it's, yeah it's just kind of a strange thing that's going on but one day after Milton gets home and he's just kind of relaxing in bed at I believe it was like 12 52 a.m. He hears a big crash outside his window and he looks outside to see a UFO. And he's like, OK, now what do I do? Well, he goes to the next town council meeting and he's like, well, I think the town motto should be changed. And I think there should be a uh, crosswalk put at this intersection. Oh, and a UFO crashed in my backyard. And everybody just kind of thinks he's joking. I mean, this dude is just I would probably say he's maybe a little bit on the spectrum because hes he gets so focused on the things that he's focused on that he can't really focus on other things around him. On top of that, it's also suspected that he's in the early stages of dementia or Alzheimer's. So that adds another complexity to the movie that doesn't really go anywhere. <laughs> After he goes back home, he realizes a creature or a humanoid person had climbed out of the craft and is just laying on his patio. Well, he calls 911 because he doesn't know what else to do. And 911 thinks it's a prank call because he's calling in reporting seeing an alien out of, that crawled out of a UFO in his backyard. So they don't take him seriously. And so he decides to just be nice. And he goes outside and tries to tend to the alien a little bit. With time, he actually befriends this alien. The whole thing with Sandy and Joyce kind of comes along where... They end up coming over and trying to help him because they think he's delusional about the whole UFO. And then they find the alien. Now, mind you, nothing I'm giving you here is spoilers. This is just kind of a generalization of the movie. And you can even kind of pick this up from the trailers. So you, I haven't even told you anything you don't already know if you have watched the trailers for this movie. But this is where it gets interesting. The alien who they just kind of refer to as Jewels, And then one of the ladies doesn't like that name so she calls the, the alien Gary. It's... You, you can't tell if Jules, what like what gender Jules is. And I think that's intentional based on just kind of the whole Hollywood thing anymore. I think it's supposed to represent like quote unquote non-binary. And I'm going to get into that a little bit more here in a minute. Again, again, that's another like blank spot in the movie. And it's just I'm like, what in the world are they doing? But so the movie just kind of revolves around how Milt takes care of this alien with the help of Sandy and Joyce. And the alien creature never says anything. Milt figures out that The alien likes a certain type of fruit and water, and that's pretty much about it. There's never really interaction other than seeing alien eating and the alien just sitting. Well, then something happens with one of the ladies. What the alien's capable of finally ends up coming, I mean, a little bit more. The abilities come come forth a little bit more. You kind of realize, okay, what this alien can do, and it's like, okay, should we be afraid? Should we not be afraid? I'm not going to give that one away because it's not that's that would be a spoiler, and you know me, no spoilers. But ultimately, I mean, they end up being able to help the alien fix his ship. But throughout throughout the whole thing, since Milt found the alien, the alien has been drawing Milt pictures of cats. If you've listened to me very long at all, you know I'm a cat mom. I have five fur babies, all kitty cats. In this movie, I've got to really make it a point right here to say that animal lovers are going to be very upset with this part of this movie. It's not necessarily a spoiler, but I definitely need to give you a heads up on that because if you are a lover of cats, a lover of animals in general, this is really going to bother you because they actually... The alien needs seven cats for its ship, and it needs seven dead cats. And I won't go into any more detail on that, but it's just it's it's quite disturbing on some of that stuff. It's I'm watching this, and I'm just it's like my my eyes were just like popping out of my head going are they really doing this in the movie that is trying to appear so wholesome and sweet and they're doing this it's like what in the world and the reason I'm referring to the alien is kind of a non-binary thing because they're not really identifying the sex of the alien in this sex as in gender not sex as in like anything adult in the movie and there is some language in this movie there's a couple F-bombs and a few other language issues with the movie that some people might not like but one of the ladies brings over t-shirts for Jules to wear one of the t-shirts says I'm not a lesbian but my girlfriend is and it's like going what and then in another scene there's some other stuff going on and you can see a pride flag pride flag hanging up and then in another scene it's the alien is Jules is wearing a Love Your Mother Earth t-shirt. And so you can kind of see the subliminal stuff that this movie is trying to work into. When the whole thing comes around and things kind of get to the point where Jules is able to take off in its ship, you're just kind of wondering, it's okay, okay, is that the end of the movie? No. And believe it or not, no, that's actually not the end of the movie. So I won't give away the ending for you. Ultimately, there's really not much that's even told in this movie. You're, you've, you've, sat here for an hour and a half watching this and you're going like going what was the point of that like what was the story like what was the point of the whole story it's like was there a story to this or was this just kind of a, just a mashup of ideas of a bunch of people who didn't have any thoughts of what to do so they put this together there was actually a couple young ladies watching in the theater with me here tonight that was just even they were like it was a basically a movie about nothing is probably about the best way to put it because it, I mean, you kind of expect so much more. There's been so many other movies like this that have been so kind of over the top and maybe a little bit too far over the top. But this one just it was like, it fell short on every category on this one. Now, if you're wondering about the score, yes, I am getting around to that. I, gave, I actually gave it a 4.75 out of 10. I really struggled. I wanted to maybe give it a 5, but I just couldn't do it. This one, honestly, is going to be in the forgettable forgettable range because, honestly, if somebody asks me about this one a couple weeks from now, I'm not even sure if I'm even going to remember watching it. There was just, there's just nothing memorable. There's nothing that stands out about this movie and nothing with any of the characters. It's like it's got such an amazing cast of characters from my generation a little bit more on that. It's definitely not a movie that's aimed at, like the newer generation is this one would not be a movie for typical college age kids not that it's inappropriate in any way there are maybe two or three moments where it's it's actually worth chuckling at during the movie but even that's a stretch to say that there's just not much that's entertaining to this and it's really hard to even say what the target audience is with this. like i said one of the primary characters is ben kingsley we know him well from a lot of the classic stuff that he's done over the years but it's like, why? It's like, okay, I understand he's been out of work for a while, but really this is what he comes back with. <laughs> You're just kind of left going, huh? And so I, with the notes and everything that I took and with just kind of everything that's going on, it's just, it manages to kind of push the whole leftist, same-sex agenda kind of stuff with all of the stuff going on with that. And I don't, honestly, I don't care who you love, but it's like this stuff doesn't need to keep sh- being shoved on our throats. And here's this alien coming to earth. Who knows nothing about our planet. And this is the stuff we're shoving down its throat. I mean, come on. I was like, I hope if we do have First Contact, which according to the White House, we already have. But that's a whole other story. Yeah, this one is just not one that I could even recommend, even at the the least. Typically, my watchable but forgettable ones are ones that I'm glad I watched. And honestly, I'm glad I watched this because I didn't want to be wondering, was this a really good movie or was this not? And unfortunately, I'm in the not category. So if you want to take a chance on it, it's up to you. But honestly, it's not worth the money. I would say if you really want to watch just wait till it comes out on DVD or Blu-ray. I couldn't go quite that low with the score, but yeah, it just it just never really went anywhere. And I'm sorry to leave you hanging like that, but make sure to stick around and come back tomorrow because we are going to be talking about The Last Voyage of the Demeter, the new Dracula movie. So until then, I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.